You're listening to the two dumb users. Feeble cursed one. Hey uh, hey uh, good morning everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was my dance moves for the day. Welcome, welcome to the back to the show. This is episode 435 of the two dumb users. I, I'm I I've I've come to a conclusion, Mike, that Derpy is is he well I, I see that he's not here. And we we were wondering last week because remember last week he didn't show up on pick day. Mm-hmm. And I think the week before, there was an issue where he wasn't there on pick day. So I think that this is what it is. I, I think that Derpy, for whatever reason, he just doesn't want to be here on pick day. He doesn't want to make his picks, which is fine. He doesn't have to make his picks. If he was here and, and he would say that, then he, you know, yeah. there'd be, you know, we wouldn't force him to to make picks. But I, um, I think I've come to the conclusion that that's what it is, though. I, yeah, I, yeah. He was like yesterday. You know, it was a snafu on my end. I didn't get the. Uh, the message that I had to send him the link. Um, so that was my bad derps. But today, today he's ducking me again. He is ducking me. I mean, he was here yesterday. No, he wasn't. Was he? Yeah, yeah the day before he wasn't here. Oh, that was the day before. Yeah, so my bad the day before. But yeah, so today, yeah. Today, yep, he's ducking me. He does not want to make picks. He's afraid to lose. Yeah, I don't blame him. You know, I am undefeated this season against her and yeah he's ducking me you are you're undefeated you know what i mean I, am, I haven't lost to an inanimate object yes yet this year I, no you haven't i'm about to throw the, you know the, the, the a kitchen pot or something in her to have something beat you but uh <laughs> literally you're undefeated like you haven't you haven't, I'm lost, undefeated. You haven't I done to, great either that's the thing i've done great i i might have to do picks against my kid to see you know what yeah. happens but you know I, I think we should do that. I, I would like me versus uh, my son in picks, who has no idea what's going on. I know on we, we need football. We need to get he makes you a so loss. many appearances, so we might as well have him do something for us. Yeah, but like I said, we you know I mean there's a good chance that you'll lose because of, I probably you know, will. Yeah, and we can that, use that. Could that. Be, that could be my my uh, my thing now. Like I, I lost my son who has autism. Well, picking, here's the thing. Picks. You know, you 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 always lose when you're up against somebody or something. Yeah. And there's no, you know, there's no competition because again, Derpy, he's just not, he's not showing up for this. And again, I, I don't get why, I don't understand why. Me either. Me either. Um, he just doesn't. I don't know. I, what I have it some is. ideas, but I, I don't want to really get to into him yeah. here without him. Yeah, exactly. Here, I, I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We don't. I, I would be able to, to you know, drill him and grill him and get yeah. to the bottom of this, and you know, if he would just get here. But again, he'll be here tomorrow and he'll be just fine. It, I don't know. I don't know. He he might be going for the uh, four day weekend. Well, he may go for the four day weekend, depending on if he catches this show or not. That's true. That's true. Ooh. Yeah, but yeah, I I don't think he, I don't think he's going to make it today. I think he is going to go for the four day weekend. I'm gonna I'm, I, let's do a bet now. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the Derby's here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna go with the four day weekend, which both I, I think that that's probably the safe bet. Yeah, anyway, I think I think four day weekend. Yeah, because that's generally what he's been doing. But again, it's not you know. I I, I wonder. I just wonder yeah. if it's the concern of, of you know. He I think I think that he thinks it's gambling in a way. 
I think so too. And it's not gambling. No one has put money down. Just by some of the things that he said in the past. And I I just thought to myself, and I told him, I said, Derpy, it's not gambling. There's nothing, you know, nothing being exchanged, nothing being won, nothing being lost. And I would think that he would love to beat you and be able to talk trash. But I just, I I don't know. I I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why don't you talk to me, Derpy? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what his, what his thing is. How are how are things going to get fixed if he doesn't talk? Yeah, he doesn't talk. Communication is key in all situations. Yeah, most situations. <laughs> I wouldn't say all situations. Communication is key. Hmm. Not when you're hiding from somebody. That's true. That's true. You want to lack avoid. You want to avoid communication as much as possible. Oh, Derpy is on point with that. <laughs> yeah. And he does good. He did well. I think he did pre-season. well like, in preseason. I think what wasn't it like week one is when he lost. He won like yeah. week one. No, or like the last week of preseason, something. And it was all time. downhill from there, you know? Yeah. He, he did not like what was happening. Once he started to lose and then he couldn't shit talk me anymore. Yeah. You ever notice that he likes to shit talk me, but the minute I shit talk him back, he gets real quiet. I, I have observed. Yes. I, you know, I don't, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to put him on blast, but there are trends. Um, yeah, so, I, again, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with Derpy. And hopefully, he, hopefully he makes it back this week. I like yeah. Derpy. I like him and I's little give and take. So. Derpy! Derpy, come back. Derpy, come back. Uh, a couple of things yesterday. I did. Uh, I did notice. I checked on the comment boards after the uh, the show yesterday. I think. I think Steeler Freak really wants us to go visit him. Like, I, I saw those comments too. I they, they they popped up last night when I was sleeping, and I um, saw this before the show. I'm like, I I I would love to go to Vegas and hang out with Steeler Freak. I'm. I'm. Let me read it aloud. That way, uh, listeners oh, yeah. know what we're talking about. I'm going to read the second one. Mm-hmm. The first one was basically just saying that he was on his way back yeah. from. Venice, California. Uh, okay, he lives in the Las Vegas area, and he had to take his family members to Venice in California. So he missed a show yesterday. So this is what we got on the board. I, I thought it was pretty cool. So he says, um, one keepsake you don't want is VD. There is a new hotel off the strip called Durango, uh, which kicks ass and is one mile from my cave. It is off the strip, which isn't bad. We can Uber to hot spots. I was in the army for 28 years, so I had a planned party. Like uh, there might be no tomorrow. Tell Derpy to bring IV bags for all. See, the, the, yeah, that's a that's a cry to come on out, boys, and have some fun. Which you know, I, I think that I, I I dig because I I well I I'll pack up right now and I'll come out. I'll go out there right now, right this very minute. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm on. I'm off all next week. I, uh, I'll figure something out for the kid. He can watch himself. But the more I kept reading, the more it was intriguing. The more I thought to myself, you know what? Well, we could do this. We could actually, we, we could do, do a, a, we could do a Vegas show. And if we, <laughs> if we plan the, the timing right and make it out there, like when the uh, the Penguins are playing Vegas or something, that would be that would be phenomenal. That would, would work. Be a, Go a to lot the of planning. Game. And yeah, and then we'd have to, like I said, we'd have to figure out a way to drag Derpy down because I I, I want Derpy to be there. I, yeah, he, he needs to bring the IV bags apparently. <laughs> but I yeah would. i would i would spend a spend a day in... yeah uh 
back in action tonight, Mike, the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins host the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche come to town with a 6-0 record. They do have the best record in the NHL. Game is tonight at 7 o'clock. Penguins are 2-4, and four, and they are, in fact, the worst team in the Eastern Conference. Five points. <sighs> Nobody's worse than our Pittsburgh Penguins. They're the very bottom of every team in the East. Luckily, there's a couple teams in the West, especially the Sharks with one point so far. Yeah. But we're not at the bottom of the league yet. But give it time. Give the Avalanche come to town tonight, and um, this, this could all change. They uh, uh, play. You know yeah, what? Just ball out against the uh, the Avalanche. This that well, would be something that we would do. I, I would be, I would not be surprised one bit if that's what happened. We rise to the occasion against. Uh, we beat Colorado. Yeah. And then Ottawa, Ottawa comes to town on Saturday. I don't know if they're any good, but I'm sure if they're um, bad. We'll probably lose to them. Oh yeah, that's how it's going to go. That's how it so, always goes. Um, John Ludwig apparently is okay. That's good to hear. Yeah, that that was good. I, it was scary, man. During the during the game, would see somebody just you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like pass. He like he knocked himself unconscious with the hit. I I like I kept reading it. You know, he like when he hit him, it looked like he hit his helmet. I kept watching it, looking for a helmet hit. I didn't see it, but you know, this from he hit something where he passed out on the way down. I've never seen that. I seen like the guy get hit and pass yeah. out, but not the guy laying the hit pass out then hit the ice unprotected so this, that was rough yeah so and that, he's like, gonna be okay yeah and i i thought it was weird that like penguin fans like there's a certain hi buddy there's a certain segment online that's saying that you know the the penguin should have stuck up for him like he checked himself there's nothing the guy didn't yeah, do anything nothing you could, what are you gonna do yeah uh, Major League Baseball game one, game one of the World Series is tomorrow night between the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. That game is at 8.03. Uh, again, the big the, the big connection for anybody from Western Pennsylvania, <laughs> Eastern Ohio, you could say is the um, Austin Hedges effect, the, the Austin Hedges deal that landed him in the World Series. Possibly the worst, possibly the worst hitting catcher that I've seen in my life has a chance to walk away with a super or uh, with a World Series ring. It, that's um, it is what it is. I guess very much you can really do about it. But uh, can you imagine, like, if you have to walk, if you have to say you turn on a TV twenty years from now with your grandkids, and Austin uh, uh, Austin Hedges is an announcer for baseball, and you got to look at a big World Series ring on his. Oh. On his on his hand for you know the next oh, 15 years you know he's gonna live it up if he yeah like he's probably like a, a nice guy he's a really super nice guy that's that's the <laughs> that's hardest the part, bad like. part like we sit here and bash him because he was bad in pittsburgh and bad everywhere he's he been couldn't hit a baseball but then he's gonna be a nice guy go out there and win a world series live you know get his childhood dream and here we yeah. are just crapping on him i seen uh you know, as i said he <laughs> they they do these shows like when the pirates have rain delays. Yeah, you were telling me that he went did a bunch like, of charity work. He's unbelievably nice. Yeah, and, and like, his hey, wife. I feel bad. I feel and his bad. parents, like he uh, goes with his wife and his parents, and he goes like other countries over, you know, overseas and, and African countries. Yeah, and countries he helps everyone help. out. He, and he yeah. takes aid over there and takes food and and he, and, he, and he's on top of it. Isn't like he's just doing it to do it. Like he's involved. Yeah. And, and, uh huh. <laughs> And here we are, like, F this guy for what the world's yeah. <laughs> all because he couldn't hit here in Pittsburgh. 
Well, apparently he can't hit anywhere. Well, I mean, he can't we, hit anywhere, no. We, we especially didn't like him because he didn't hit here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. As you said, Mike, he's batting a, what, a whopping 188 or something. It was like a 188. Yeah, it was some really bad number. So. But, you know, good for him if he wins one. Yeah. But yeah. F him because he couldn't do anything here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but you know what will happen? <laughs> Excuse me. Back, um, you know, 10 years ago when the Pirates were good, Boy, this this conversation is not going to change because I I had the same conversation conversation with the early '90s Pirates where I was like, mm-hmm. ten years ago when this team was good, fifteen years ago when this team was good, twenty years ago when this team was good, until the very next good team. You will have this this conversation will start this way many times, Mike, for you and us in our life. Ten years ago when this team was good, they uh, initially had a catcher named Rod Barajas. I don't know if you remember Barajas, uh. but he was from the Dodgers. But he was a step up from what we had prior to. I don't yeah. remember who the catcher was that was prior to. And, and everyone got excited. And then he ended up not being as good as people thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then the next step, we got Russell Martin. Yep. And Russell, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Barajas left. And we was like, oh, no, who's, who's this guy? Who's this uh, clown? Yeah, Russell Martin came Russell in. Russell Martin and... ended up being um, amazing. Yeah. So it may be worth that point. Maybe worth that point now. So we, where we we booed the guy out of town and, and we got the, the next Russell Martin, maybe Andy Rodriguez or, you know, yeah. somebody like this could be the next. Well, I was hoping Andy can be, like you said, that next Russell Martin. I really like Andy. And maybe next year we could be, um, we could be right in it. You know, there's a lot of things that point to this team, you know, could possibly be moving in the right direction and not be that far from where we would like them to be. Yeah. There's a lot of signs that, you know, as I said, we've got the, a lot of these young guys that, Certainly got a lot of playing time this year. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these guys that were the, supposed to be the future of the team, they got to come up. They got to play. You're going to get healthy t- a t- healthy team back where you didn't have O'Neill Cruz for 95% of the season. I mean, he was out in the first series of the, the series, mm-hmm. the first series of the season. And, and you I know, know what you meant. Yeah. So there's going to be things that are going to be happening. And, and if we would make a couple right moves, and that, I think they, the he- they, they heavily involve getting starting pitching, in my opinion. You make a couple right moves, Mike. You're not too far off from what the Texas Rangers and what the um, Arizona Diamondbacks are, because again, two years ago they both lost 100 plus games. Yeah, I, I just I hope I hope they can do that though. But I'm just not I'm not so sure, man. Like I, I'm not either. Right I, moves because everything would tell you money? that that's not going. Everything would tell yeah. you that that's not going to happen. Everything that yeah. we know about baseball here in yeah. Western PA would tell you that that's not going to happen. Yeah, and we're we're going to need guys to play the way we need them to play, you know, that we're going to need them to put up good numbers consistently from start to finish, you know, um, Mitch Keller can't fall apart in the middle of the season. Um, and if he does, there needs to be other, other pitchers to pitchers pick up that slack. It could be the safety net and don't let things get out of control and get out yeah. of that. You know, yeah. that's the key. Everybody goes up, has ups and downs. We just had nobody there that there they, was they, no they depth rebound after he did have two or three or four bad starts in a row. Yeah, there, there needs to be, you can't have a guy like Mitch Keller carrying your team. It's not yeah. going to work. Never. Anywhere. Yeah. No, you need you need more than that. And we need Russell Martin to play great from wire to wire. Brian Hayes needs to be great from wire to wire. If we're paying them that kind of money, that's the results we need. And Henry we Davis, from them. Henry Davis obviously is going to be a big part of this team moving forward. And I think he, he deserves to be a big part of this team. I think he's going to be a fine big part of this team. Other people as well, um, Jared Triolo. I know we liked him a lot. This guy could hit the ball. Oh, he can. Yeah, he can for a, swing it. 
you're looking for a guy who's a consistent hitter who puts the stick on the bat every time, you know, like, like Jason Kendall, a lot of people don't remember that about him. But he could hit. No, he didn't get on all the time. He always made contact with the ball. I yep. like that because sometimes you get in a situation where all you need to do is make contact with the ball yeah. to make something happen. And I, and I like that. I like that about um, Triolo and Henry Davis, even for that matter. I, I mean, these guys did hit their hit their strikeout quota, I believe, this year. But again, they're young guys that needed to get in the, in exactly. the pros, yeah. face pro pitching. And you, you expect this to happen. Yeah. I... Uh, Andy Rodriguez behind the plate. Yeah, I thought Nick Gonzalez is probably going to be a solid second baseman, but give him a little more time and see if he struggled after a while. But there was some other in, middle infielders that came up through the through the period of the whole process, and yeah. they did well. well I, you know, if if things go the way that they should naturally flow, mm-hmm. things should get a little bit better for us moving forward. But again, this is the Pirates, and you can't take them out of that Cleveland Browns category just because things are looking good now. Because yeah, you know, as soon as they start actually playing the game, yep, that's it, when it falls all out the window because it doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they and, have a pee on their head. Yeah, you're, I'm just hoping, like, we, it's being shown that you don't have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to be competitive, but you do still have to spend money to win, and you have to spend that money wisely. You know, we can't go out, like, our big free agent can't be another Carlos Santana or another Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, those guys five, six, seven years ago, yeah, that would have been, those would have been great signings, but now they were just, okay, the typical veteran signing that the – Buckos get, you know, guys at the end of the career. Like Kutch just wanting to come home to Pittsburgh. I'm fine with that. If he wants to come back, he was still productive for what he was. But we can't get a Carlos Santana, be like a guy trying to hang on to the league and maybe show something to a contender, like we kind of did towards the end of the year with him. We, I want someone who, if we're going to sign a first baseman, which is what this team needs, I want someone to sign someone who's going to be here for the next four years. Or if Spend it's going to be Triolo, stick with them and make the commitment yeah. to him. Excuse me, because I do. Th- I, I I have I from what I've seen from Jared Triolo compared to everybody else that got pulled up, I thought he performed ultimately the best mm-hmm. altogether from from top to bottom, fielding all the way through hitting. I, I thought Triolo was the most effective player. And then you know, as we mentioned earlier, Mike, these, these key players, you key Brian Hayes, yep. um, Brian Reynolds, and 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 Jack Sawinski, that they're a big part. And you know, Brian Reynolds can't play like he played this year people could say yeah. well he had a he had a successful season and he did in baseball terms <laughs> but you have to have something more than a, a successful season if you're that guy getting paid the big yep. money on a baseball team you can't not be not not be that guy if that's the guy that they they want you to be he's key moving forward key brian hayes i you know he's solid um he he battled a little bit of injury issues this year yeah but you know what he got back to it he got on this huge hitting streak and he's you know probably gonna win a gold glove um, Jack Sawinski, he's in question for me because, you know, when you're trying to build your outfield, you know, you're looking for speed out there and, and it seems like they have, you know, they're, they're content on the corner, uh, outfields. So is Jack Sawinski, I mean, I don't know if he's a solid, if he's a, um, if he's a natural center fielder or not, I don't think so. But if, if that's not the case and you're not going to use Triolo at first, put Henry Davis at first base, move Jack Sawinski to right field. He's going to hit you 30 home runs out of right field. Yeah. And then you could and you could focus on finding yourself a fast athletic center fielder, you know? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I like or even like he doesn't have to start every day though, get it, you know, or he can he can DH, you know, as long as we're not playing a what a left-handed pitcher. Um, yeah. you know, you can Which have he, he picked up the season. Yeah, he, you know. he started to do better. And you know, he's like our only legit power hitter that this team has. 
Mm-hmm. I would find a way for him to play every every day, or you know, up most days. You know, because no no one plays all one sixty two anymore. But you know what I mean. Plays the majority yeah. of the games, and then filter in that speedy center fielder when you need him for the you know. Yeah, but it's locked. We'll play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I you know. But yeah, like the the team, it's they have yeah. some pieces there, but you know. I think they need some more, a lot more pieces. You know, they a lot has to go right. We saw how how good and competitive they can be when everything goes right. Yeah, you know that that first month, man, they were the hottest team in baseball. If not, like it was like them in Tampa Bay. Then all of a sudden, for the next what two and a half months, we saw how bad the Pirates can be. Then at the end, we kind of saw how good they can be again. They just need to string it all together. Do I think they're going to end up in the World Series like the Diamondbacks and the Rangers? No, but I think they can contend for a wild card next year if things go right. And that's I think yeah. that's going to be the key with the Pirates going forward is everything needs to go right for the team because they're not going to spend a lot of money on payroll. That's just the way it is, Pirate fans. We're just going to have to accept that fact that Bob Nutting's not going to spend a lot of money. So you have to do everything right. Not a lot can go wrong. You sign a free agent, they have to work. You get a high draft pick, they have to pan out. Uh, just real quick, I want to catch up on the board. Good morning, Steeler Freak. What's up, brother? Uh, also, um, Ralph, nice to see you, man. Uh, Sawinski does strike out a lot. However, so did Jose Canseco. So did a lot of a lot of these guys that are going to hit you 30-plus home runs a season, which Jack Sawinski certainly has the potential to do. They're going to strike out a lot. And, and the one thing about I, – I think that, they, that um, there's room for Sawinski to grow because he is a young player. Sawinski, you know, I mean, I, I think that he could certainly improve, get better, and cut down on them strikeouts. As we said, as the season went on, he got more, you know, he got more, he was more successful against left-handed pitching. So, you know, if he works hard at it, he works all offseason, you know, works on his, his um, you know, against lefties, things could get better in that aspect. Again, I, I would have no problem with him hitting 30 home runs out of right field, even if he is going to strike out, uh, you know, more than average. Again, that's what you had with Pedro Alvarez. Again, that's what you had with Jose Canseco. You know, anybody that hits a lot of home runs, anybody that's a natural home run hitter, you're taking that big yeah. that big cut at the ball. And a lot of times, you have to you, you're swinging that ball before you even before you even see it. And and if you're not a, a top hitter in the league, which he's not a top hitter, he's a he's a long ball hitter, and he you you don't see the pitch immediately a lot of times and if they that's why home run hitters have a hard time hitting the breaking ball that's why home run hitters home run hitters have a hard time hitting the slider these guys they they specifically look for a fastball they get that early cut on it and they send it flying so i mean you got to expect that if you're if you we want a guy that's going to hit a lot of home runs on this team you got to expect a guy that's going to strike out his share as well and again we are the pirates it's not like we're the yankees getting yeah. yankee caliber home run hitters so yeah. I mean, those are things that we have to consider moving forward. And uh, I, again, I I feel like I feel that you know this year was a it was an improvement compared to last year, and I, I believe they won what 16, 14 more games than we did you know the year prior pri- previously, and that's a good sign because if you won sixteen games more than you did last year, then maybe you can improve onto that, and if you improve ten games, you're in the playoffs. So. Yeah, um, the the team has to really focus on being consistent. They have to focus on meeting goals and getting there. Otherwise, you're just throwing this random product out there like you do every hodgepodge year. Hodgepodge of nothingness. It's a hodgepodge of nothingness. Um, we did not make that up, of course. 
Uh, Dennis I, I wish we did. I wish we coined that phrase. Dennis Eckersley, the genius. But uh, there you have it. Pirates back at it in April. Oh, Get down God. to Bradenton, check them out. Oh, God. It's right around the corner. It better not because that means football season. <laughs> I know. Blue. I just feel baseball breathing down my neck. Oh. <laughs> I love the Pirates, but oh, God, do I hate baseball. It's because the Pirates suck. World Series wrong. game one tomorrow, Diamondbacks at Rangers. 803. I don't Check know who, who I want to win this. I, I, I just don't know. I'd be fine with either let team me, winning. I have to look at the let me look at the names for a second. I gotta take it in for a second. Yeah, I don't even know. Diamondbacks at Rangers. Diamondbacks. Let me take a look at their roster here. Yeah, tell me if you know three three guys on that team. Um Miguel Castro. I think I've I think I've heard Miguel Castro, wasn't that the uh no, he's only twenty-eight, so it's not that ca- it's not that Castro, oh. or not the Castro from Cuba either. That's who I met. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, no, no, Emmanuel Rivera. That's close enough to me, you know. <laughs> sounds like a guy that I'm familiar. It sounds with like a name. guy I know. I no, I literally don't know anyone. Go over to the Texas Rangers. See if you recognize anybody on oh that roster. Oh my god, this is bad. You know, there's people like that they follow these playoffs so close. And they, they know these guys inside they know and these out. Guys and they're like and they're, yelling at us, like you, you don't yeah. know anyone. No. Oh, the um, Chapman. The the Rangers have Earl like Chapman. Chapman. We know him. Yeah, he's 35 years old. Wow. Did you see Dusty Baker's finally hanging it up? He was he was still finally. coaching. Oh, uh, they got Max Scherzer. Okay, so Scherzer. Oh, uh, they got yeah, Will Smith. Who? Will Smith. They're getting jiggy with it. Is Jada gonna let him play? I don't know. I don't know. They got they do keep his name, keep her name out your mouth. <laughs> the aforementioned, much beloved Austin Hedges. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Marcus Seaman or <laughs> Semyon. Yeah. I, we know them. We know Seaman. Yeah, I I yeah, I don't know any of these guys hmm. outside of Aroldis Chapman. And Max Scherzer and Austin Hedges. The only reason I know Austin Hedges is because he was a Buckeye. I, I I don't know anyone. And, and Dusty I kinda, Baker. What well, Dusty Baker? Dusty Baker. He was coaching for the Astros. He's like a hundred. Remember, he was coaching the Reds team that we beat ten yeah, years ago. He, he was he was coaching the Cubs. He's yeah. he's literally seven. I think he's don't seventy years old. Either sixty nine or seventy years old. I was never a big Dusty Baker fan. There was something that went down back in the day. And, I can't and remember what happened. Yeah, he was being real. It was something real shitty and. Yeah. I, I, I decided at that point that I didn't care for him. Albeit, I, I don't remember what it is, but I still know that I don't yeah. care for him, whatever it was. I, I do have to say, though, I, I do like how I don't know anyone in the world. See, that makes it better to where I don't have to, like, live and die for, like, oh, God, right. I grew up with this right. player. I want to see them win, and I'm stressing out. Now I can sit there and watch. There's, like, nobody that's even, it. like, close to us on the map that you could say, well, they're, you know, they're Northeast. Yeah. I'll take them. Yeah. yeah. It's the Arizona and, and in Arlington, Texas, you know, two states I'm not fond of. You know, they're hot. They're very hot. Very hot. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm even going to pick anybody. No, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. I might might throw a couple bucks down on 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 one of the games. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. a good idea because you that's know nobody. Idea. You know, I, I I got some money down on the Thursday night game. I'm kind of worried now. That whopping one dollar was 35 years old 35 yeah i i don't i 
I don't remember him being that old when he pitched with the Reds. Well, he was only 25 then. Of course, he was. Well, it seems like he pitched there like five years ago. So, what do I know? Yeah. And my brain's rather smooth anymore. So, you know, I can't retain information. It just rolls right off. College football, we'll talk a little bit more tomorrow about. Um, we're going to hit football picks here in about five minutes, Mike. A couple stories from the NFL. First, the the rumor mill. A couple rumor names mill. linked to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, we have the trade deadline looming here in about a week or so, less than a week. Couple, a couple big names that are landing in the rumor mill for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, Patrick Sertain is a name that we've talked about over the past week. The other one that I just saw, Mike, Steelers are favorites to land, to land the likes of DeAndre Hopkins. If we got DeAndre Hopkins, let me put this at you as a, as a rental player to get us, you know, to go through the season. That's a nice receiving quarter, core with uh, Johnson and Hopkins and Pickens. That, 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 and you so, could probably get this guy pretty cheap at this point, I would think. So here's I not only did I hear him, I heard Patrick Sertain, Justin, or um who's the safety out in Denver? Um, we're also rumored to get him as well. We're rumored to get like eight new players. <laughs> so you know I, what? If this was if this was off season, uh Omar Khan, we'd have them all. Omar Khan be cooking. But now after what you've seen, what we saw from the you know the first third of the season from what we did in this offseason now i'm a little more skeptical i'm, I'm wondering if uh, omar khan is going to be a little more hesitant to pull the trigger on some yeah. of these moves i don't know some of them are starting to pan out that that um linebacking course rounded into form uh Somalo's rounded into form so he had a couple couple hits right there a couple misses but you know hey that's gonna happen but no i i, I don't know do we moves like this I would expect if I'm a Super Bowl contender or close to being, and that's going to put me over the top. To me, DeAndre Hopkins does not put us over the top. You know what? I can't. Uh, yeah. No, you know, I, I, you I, know, I, you know, yeah. To me, he doesn't put me over uh, the team over the top. Like a lot of the moves that were suggested about, you know, with Terrell Edmonds, he doesn't put us over the top, but, you know, he, he's a nice piece to have. I'd like to keep him here for as long as he can keep playing, but. I don't know, Patrick Sertain. I would love to have him. You pair him and Joey Porter. But my question is, if we get someone like Patrick Sertain, how are we going to pay him? Because look, on defense, we're paying Minka Fitzpatrick, Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, and Kame Hayward, all huge contracts. So now uh, me, he, his contract is going to be due. Najee is going to be due. Frymu is going to be due. You can't, you know, all these guys Let are going to have blend big that in the next topic together because here's a very good uh segue to do so keep everything that we just said in the in the the, the frontal lobe okay uh-huh. levi wallace mixed missed practice with a previously unannounced foot injury uh guard also guard nate herbig was out with an illness this week um levi wallace i don't we don't know what the severity of this foot injury is of course, sometimes something sounds very uh, minuscule and, unaf- you know, something might not affect. Mm-hmm. But you know what? A foot, indis- foot injury on a cornerback leads to big, you know, some problems. So, you know, with that being said, you might you might take a closer look at the Patrick Sertain idea if you're if you are yeah. the people in the office in Pittsburgh. Or, so that, you know. Yeah. And there's rumors that, you know, the Broncos, they're looking for first round picks. 
like two first round picks. Would yeah. you give up a first? I this would. Year and a first and here's next why year? I would give out a first round pick because we, knowing our Omar Khan, we could probably make something happen with another trade where we could probably pick up a first round pick, maybe even get a pick better than what we will have. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with See, this I, with this group of people that are that are, that yeah. are making calling the shots, doing things like this because I trust that they, they they're not only looking at what they're doing, they're looking down the road at other you know the yeah. next step and the next step, and and with these guys and until we find it to be a proven failure what they're doing, I I I still have faith in them and I still believe in them. It's very early in his tenure and I think he's going to want to make some some splashes and make some moves that are going to be, you know, something that sticks with this team for a long time. And maybe a Patrick Sertain who could who could line up opposite side of Joey Porter Jr. That could be it in the passing league to have two corners. That would be huge. That's huge. Because because if they can get him, okay, you trade a first round this year. That I'm okay with that. That's like a Minka Fitzpatrick trade. You're getting Patrick Sertain, and he's still young. He is like what 23? Uh, yeah, 23 years old. Yeah. So that to me, okay, a lot of rookies are coming in at 23. 24 years old so you're getting a kid who's been in the league for for a few years now yeah he's 23 yeah he's been in the league since 2020 so yeah you're good or 2021 you know you're getting more or less a guy you know who's age as rookies now but has this pro experience who's one of the best corners in the league i'd have no problem giving up a first this year a second next year Maybe like a first this year, a second, and something else next year, or Sometimes something gotta, else. What a year sacrifice, after. Yeah, you know? and if they want a player, okay, we'll see who it. You know, we'll make get it somebody sense. that's Pat. You know, like Patrick Sertain, who's battle tested. He's played in the league for three mm-hmm. years. He, you know, we don't have to teach him how to play cornerback uh, in the NFL. There's a lot of advantages, and we could, you oh, know, yeah. we could take him in at 23 years old as an as an even trade for a first round pick. I I, I have no problem with that. Well, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is another story. I think that you know you'd have to look at it entirely differently, entirely different. Yeah. But the Patrick Sertain, I, I I like the idea. I think a lot I of people like would it. be on board on this. I like I it. Be well, extremely effective on this. On it would be team. very effective. But like my 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 issue is though, we pay him. We're paying a lot onto this defense already. We're going to pay more into this defense, and everyone wants to complain about the offense. Well, the, you know, if you're spending all your money on one side of the ball, the other side of the ball is going to suffer. So the offense really. You know what it is is what it's going to have to be because we're putting all the all of our eggs in that defensive basket and hoping that these guys on rookie contracts are going to be enough to carry the load on offense. So it's going to be you know Steeler fans, yeah, we want our defense to be great, but right now you can't with the salary cap. You have both. Uh, The only new player that popped up on the injury list this week was Cole Holcomb, who twisted his ankle in the Rams game. Holcomb was in full practice. On Wednesday, looks he looks good. He'll be ready to That's go good. come yeah. game day. We need him. We definitely need him. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, most people aren't. I, I'm not gonna say most people because a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. They don't recognize how good this Jacksonville Jaguars football team is. <laughs> I've been seeing this team improve a little bit every year over the past three, two or three years. And then you get this Trevor Lawrence. You know, you throw him in the mix. He's a generational quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. He is. He's gonna be. Uh, there's going to be nothing easy about this game with Jacksonville and of the next three home games. I think that this would be the one that we would lose. This team is the most complete team of the teams that we face over the next three weeks. And uh, I, I think that this is the team that you could have, you have to have the least amount of errors yeah. in your game. If yeah. you don't want to try to win, you could pull these guys down and you could try to have an old AFC North um, fight with these guys, but these guys are old AFC North. Uh, they're an AFC North team. Yeah. <laughs> 
when they played in the Steelers division, it was always equal. It was always even. We beat them there. They beat us here. It went back and forth. There's nothing about this Jaguars team that I feel that they're inferior to Pittsburgh. I think that this is going to be, this is going to be a hard game for the Steelers. Um, I, I think maybe like a 31 to 20 final count on this game in, in the way of the Jaguars. I can see that. But that's my prediction. I, I like I said, I, I just I do not look past this football team because this is a really good football team. And, and as we mentioned on the show, they're only a piece or two away from being a competitor, I think. Yeah, they are. They're like this Jacksonville team, even like historically, you know, I hate <clears throat> saying, oh, like historically, you know, that's how teams play against each other every year. You know, rosters change, but trends don't lie in sports for a lot. No. You know, we historically struggle against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's just is it is what it is with them, man. They're we just can't beat them, and if we do, they are tight games. And like you said, it's that old AFC North, AFC Central, whatever division you want to call it. It still has that feel to it when you play these games. Yeah, and uh, and you know, once you bite the apple of being an AFC North team, that's yeah, who you are. It, it, it sticks Tennessee with Titans. You. That's that they they're still physical. They're still yep. An AFC North team, and a you know Central, whatever they were, um, and this should make it even sweeter for us Steeler fans. Trevor Lawrence looking forward to playing in Pittsburgh amid the little yellow towels. Oh, I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> the little yellow towels. <laughs> Does this fall under the category, Mike? Uh, no. You know he didn't do anything physical. He, he didn't, didn't like do anything. With he, it. Didn't he didn't mock it. Clean his shoes. But calling them the little yellow towels, that's not exactly not mocking it either. Yeah, but, like, they asked him about it, and, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, that little yellow towel they have. He's like, that's all, all right, I know. All right. it, yeah, I, was, I saw it. I'm like, oh, I got to see this because Yinzer Nation was in an uproar. I'm thinking, oh, he did something. Did that? Were they? Was it, what were people? I, I didn't catch anybody's responses. I caught it. I put it down to talk about it. Oh, they're all like, oh, how dare he disrespect the towel? Oh, we're going to destroy him now. It's like. People and other fans were like, guys, you know, he just said he described the terrible towel yeah. what it is. It is literally a little yellow towel. It's smaller than a bath towel, smaller than a beach towel. Yeah. He, you know, I, I think he kind of knew not to talk shit on this terrible towel, but just talk enough to where the curse doesn't really kick in. He he threaded he he threaded the needle, man. That's why he's a generational quarterback. He can yeah. thread the needle. I was um, hoping he did something stupid because you know. Other uh, things we don't like. Did you see this? <clears throat> and apparently it's true. I thought, you know, when I first seen it, I thought it was a, um, I thought it was something made up. But did you see this guy that bought that, this Ravens hat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this Ravens fan buys a Ravens hat and underneath the logo, it has a misprint and it literally says Steelers. There's the, the Ravens, the dumb bird thing they have. And then uh, underneath uh, it, where it would say Ravens, it says Steelers. I love it. And again, I thought this is just something that somebody made, you know, but I see on CBS Sports Pittsburgh, they actually, um, they posted it as a news story. So I'll take it, I, you know, I, yeah. I'll take it as a news story, but the, he didn't know because you could, by the lettering, if you see the picture, mm-hmm. the lettering is real white, it's white and it kind of mi- mixes in with the back a little yep. bit and it, it's wild. It's a Ravens hat, says Steelers. And uh, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. that's pretty funny, man. I think it's funny and Cause you know, it looks like that background that, you know, the, cause it was like what a black gray mat type, whatever printed with every team's name on it. And then you just slap a logo on and it just happened to be perfect to where it's the Ravens on the Steelers. We used to have this store around here. It was called Gabriel's. Yeah. You would find all that 
off you brand. You find a shirt where one arm was longer than yes, the other yeah. arm. Uh huh. All the all the bad batches would go there. Yeah. You, Wonder if that's where he got it. Like like a place like that. You know what I mean? No, I, no. I think it was in the actual like the the actual team store. How does that happen? Like that's employees going. You know what? It's not my problem. Put this, this shit out. Yeah. Not my. I don't get paid enough for this. Trust me, I've been there in retail and like I see a mistake, I'm like it's not my job. I'm not the manufacturer. I get paid to stock the shelf. Now speaking of the Titans, a little bit ago, Titans, uh, another Tennessee Titan, Titan goes to the Eagles. Will Compton is on his way to Philadelphia. Of course, we know uh, AJ Brown, Kevin Bjard, these guys that have went to Philadelphia and are having an amazing career and putting uh, being amazing pieces put into place on his Philadelphia team. Will Compton is on his way from uh, Philadelphia's uh, minority or not my, like a, what it would be like a minor league team, minor league team, a minor. Um, that's, that's what they're turning into this Tennessee team. Anybody that's good they they head to Philadelphia. Apparently the same as with uh, Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. They go to Philly or Pittsburgh now. If you, if you went to Georgia, you play for the uh, Titans. You probably are going to go to the Philadelphia Eagles. If not, you know, as Mike said, come here to Pittsburgh. We'll take yeah. it. But uh, it, it still baffles me that AJ Brown trade. Yeah, you, you get once, uh, you know, a one of the and, best receivers in the league, and you ship him off to the Eagles, and he gets even better. Talking about a generational player, that guy's oh just a beast, man. He's like what? Is he it? He looks like he looks like Megatron when he when he plays. That's what I yeah. think of. I think of Calvin Johnson when I watch yeah, uh, AJ like, Brown. Five games in a row with like what 150 yards receiving. Oh, dude! I the only thing I had to see was him play against us last year, and that was un, that was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I, absolutely. Our our guys were tumbling around on top of ourselves, and yeah, he's just he's a beast. He's trying a beast. to cover him. They were I, they were falling over each other trying to cover the guy while he's catching a touchdown. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, and he's eight hundred and nine yards already. Yeah, you know, a third of the way through the season. You're yeah, on, he only has through. two touchdowns, though, so or three <laughs> touchdowns, so he sucks. Well, that means, yeah, yeah, right. You just tra- trade him to Bay. We'll take him off your hands for a fourth, guys. He's not, he's not living up to his end of the bar. You got to really like what Philadelphia's done with their team. Over there. I, I, I had by no means like that football team, but, but I, you got you to gotta say, wow, what have they done? And, and it's been really great. These well, stuff yeah, Howie done. Grossman, man, their GM, he's just a, yeah. he's a wizard, man. Ho- hopefully our, you know, the guy who came – I forget our guy's name from Philly who came over. Was working with Omar Khan, Andy Weedle. Yeah, Weedle. hopefully, yeah, hopefully he. Some of that Howie Rosen magic is rubbing off. All right, Mike. I hope some magic's working off, <laughs> rubbing off on you because it is time. It is time to uh, see if you can live up to your reputation this season of of winning, winning every. Even when you lose, you win. Now, but even when I lose, I win. So let's take a look at the this week's schedule, Mike. We're going to do our picks for the week. This is big. This is huge. I pull it up. We will make it happen. Mike, this week's games, they start tonight. And this is why we do these picks on Thursday, people, is because we want to be fair. We want to make sure we get every game in. And we want to make sure that it's all done within a timely manner. So we're going to start, Mike, with tonight's game. And the game tonight is between. Hey, let's go. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay and Buffalo. Now, Buffalo is struggling, but they're a good team. Tampa Bay is playing somewhat good, but I don't think they're that good of a team. Yeah. This is kind of a deceiving matchup. NFC South, man. And an NFC South good team. And so, what's that tell you? 
Uh, Buffalo, you know, they, they've been playing under what I where I believe they should be, and I think they're going to be fine. They're sitting at the last playoff spot at the moment, but I again, I think Buffalo is going to be fine. Mike, we're going to start this week with the Buffalo Bills hosting oh. the Tampa oh. Bay Buccaneers tonight at 8.15. Who do you like? I'm taking Buffalo. I know yeah. it's the easy answer, but I think they're going to get back into a groove. I can't see Tampa Bay. They're, they're, they're too talented not to. Uh, they got some in good Buffalo. players. Yeah, but it's in Buffalo night game. I I, I almost talked myself into saying Baker Mayfield's going to ball out. But I mean, even if he does, I don't think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I, I don't think I, they're going to win that game. I think he's going to be take fine. Buffalo. I am taking Buffalo. Mike, this game here. <laughs> Hop on the subway, baby. We're going to New York. Oh, yeah, baby. This Go is the... New York going to New York. York. In New and, J- Battle of New York taking place in New Jersey. And we'll stop at Coney Island and get some <laughs> hot dogs. Cause it's some Coney dogs. Uh, Mike, the Jets at the Giants or the Jets against the Giants at the Jets at the Giants. You get the point. I get the point. Mike, who wins this game? Uh, uh, a team that was expected to do great things this year. They lose their quarterback within first, first four snaps of the season. Or this team with the Giants, who's playing a different quarterback, they win last week. Um, Mike, who do you like, Jets or the Giants? In my you, got a, you have a stud running back, you know, with the with the G men. The, uh, the, 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 the Jets in the defense well. on this home. Jets team. I I I I would have thought that this game would have won in the favor of the Jets, but you know what? I think at this point, it's a toss up. It is a toss up. I. I... In in pre pre show planning, I, I talked myself into a Giants win, but now I I'm think I'm going to take the Jets. I, I'm going to take the Jets. Um, yeah, I like Tyrod Taylor became the first Black quarterback to win a game for the New York Giants. Wow, this is 2023. I can't uh, believe Tyrod Taylor's still playing. Yeah, that was wild. I'm Where's thinking, JP gonna, Lossman at? Maybe we could have. I, know, I, I was like, we're going to ride that train, but now I'm going to go with the Jets. I think they're. You can't pick the Jets good. without doing it, Mike. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Make it official, man. <laughs> no, make it official. I'm sorry. All right, say I, it. Jets, Jay. Jets, Jets, baby. All right, that's good enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I can't hold it against you for what. Uh, for what's happening in my ear for, right for, what, for what you not know. Uh, next game, Mike, we're going to skip past the Steeler game. We'll come back to that at the very end because that's where we're going to get our tiebreaker. The next game, Mike, is an interdivisional game between the Eagles at this Washington football team. Um, Mike, the Eagles at the Commanders. I'm going to take the Eagles. Um, you feel the, confident with that? Not really. I, I think this game could be a tight game. Got to remember the the Commanders just lost to the Giants last week. They didn't just lose to the Giants. And the but Eagles this is just a, beat the Dolphins. But this is a divisional game. Yes, and we know uh, how that goes here. Uh, we well says the division games are tough, but I, I think the Eagles win. The Eagle, Eagles are just going to tush push the brotherly shove all the way down the field. Yeah, every single play and win by like you know fourteen nothing. I can't wait till we start seeing. Um... Brittany Mahomes, Tush Push, and Taylor Swift around the the uh, the booth. You're they wrong. did the they did the chest bump last week. We might see bump, the, the we might see bump. the Tush Push this week. Yeah, you never know. That's what keeps me tuning in. Next game on the schedule, Mike, is a team that we just beat. Yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat this team, the Los Angeles Rams, in Los Angeles. They travel, Mike, to Dallas to play under the lo- world's largest television screen. Who wins, Mike? 
the Rams or the Cowboys? I'm taking them boys. I hate taking them boys, but after watching that Rams team collapse against the Steelers in the second half. Yeah. And Dallas, you know, Pittsburgh's defense, Dallas defense, both really, really good. And Dallas offense is just a little bit is better than the Steelers offense. So I I think it's going to be Dallas. All right. Let's go to the NFC North. Mike, this game at certain times in history was a big game in the NFC North this year. eh, Kurt Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings, they they jump on the plane, they ride over, they fly over to Green Bay, Wisconsin. They're going to play, Mike. This game is Vikings at Packers. Who do you think wins this? I'm, I'm gonna this, take, this mess. I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, I think last week might put the that that upset victory over um, the Niners might be might be enough to get them rolling just a little bit, even though they are without um, Justin Jefferson. But we're, we're seeing Jordan Addison. You know what? They're doing just fine way. without Justin Jefferson. The, the, you know, it's not like Kirk Cousins really fell off. He, he's he's still no, yeah. slinging the ball all around the field, and as you just mentioned. Jordan Addison, Jordan Addison's a nice uh, was a nice yeah. pickup with the draft this year. I don't think that that's a bad pick. I, I and and Green Bay is looking really bad. They they don't look good this year. Yeah, they, they not working out for Jordan year. Love the way they wanted it to. No. Yeah, but like with Jordan Love though too, man. I was watching some video breakdowns of him. His receivers are not helping him out at all. They're yeah. stopping on routes and stuff. Kind of like like when uh, I like to criticize Kenny. I got to watch like the actual whole footage to see okay half the time it's not his fault right that's what that's what's going on with jordan love i i do understand i know um like the next game the atlanta falcons at the tennessee titans the tennessee titans are already i mean they're they're losing parts and pieces every week oh yeah you see you see this plane falling apart mid 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 flight yeah um is there any i i don't want to ask if there's any chance they can beat the falcons because i mean the falcons the falcons try to beat themselves uh, yeah who do you think wins this game (sighs) I'm taking the Falcons. Um, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than it sh- than it should be, because you have you have the Titans. Their quarterback situation right now is Will Levis and Malik Willis. You know they're going to alternate them. Yeah, it's like you know the old saying: if you don't, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one quarterback. They, I, they, I they have they, a Malik Levis. Yeah, they they, they drop the ball. Or Will those. Willis. Yeah, yeah. This this what happens when you over you know. Overvalue quarterbacks. Yes, quarterbacks are value position, but you're trying to elevate people in a draft class to be in first round picks. And you know, neither of these guys are yeah, they're they have flashes, but I think it's gonna be a while before you see them actually develop. And all right, we're gonna ooh. flash over to the AFC the East Mike, the New England Patriots. They travel to uh South Florida, take on the Miami Dolphins. Patriots come off a big win over the yes. Buffalo Bills last week. Yeah. Miami Dolphins drop a game to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Now, this one I'm going to put in this way. Is there any way, Mike, the uh, New England Patriots go to South to, to go to Miami and come home with the win? Uh, no. Uh, Miami's playing another team with a losing record, so Miami's going to cakewalk. <laughs> Those, you're right. You said that yesterday about the teams they beat, and you couldn't be any more correct. They were some. I think that was them. Whoever you said yesterday, and you, it was you Miami, off, yeah. They they were terrible teams. They weren't even the bad team. They were the worst teams in the league. Yeah, they were some very bad teams. And even like last year, man, when they were winning, all they only goals. beat us sixteen to ten. Yeah, they they beat bad teams. Or they beat teams that were going through something at the time. You know, so right. it's not like so they're you, an impressive team. You got Miami. Yeah, I got Miami. Saints and Colts. Saints and Colts. I don't want to get too far into this one because we are running out I'll of time. 
Saints, you got the Colts on this? Yeah, Derek Carr is proving why he's washed out everywhere. Uh, and you know what? The Colts, they're, they're, they're kind of surprising me this year. They're in a lot of games that maybe they mm-hmm. shouldn't be in. Yeah. And they yeah. just kind of, they're looking there. They're prowling, yeah. finding that one team that's going to have enough mistakes. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I like the Colts, too. Yeah. In this one. Like, I, I just wish Anthony Richardson didn't get hurt to see where him and that team would be now, man. Those, It'll be fun all, moving all forward. All of them grow though. together because he was looking good. And then, ugh. Mike, number one. Number two, Texans, Panthers, Stroud. You know that you know the. the I know this one. Who I, wins this, this football game? I'm taking CJ Stroud and the Texans. I say stand by. I said it before the draft, and I'll say it now. CJ Stroud was the best quarterback in this draft. He should have been taken number one. All right. Next game, Browns traveling across the country to play the Seattle Seahawks. This defense, I, I think, is a championship caliber caliber defense. On the other hand, the offense is a lot like ours in in ways. Um, Mike, do the Browns do the Browns keep this thing going in Seattle? Uh, I I think um, I think that defense is going to keep them in this game, and I think it's going to be just enough. I uh, you know I I like Seattle, I, I you know, but I think that defense is so damn good. It's going right. to be enough to pull it out. Another AFC North team traveling to the other side of the country to the West Coast. This one to um to the Bay Area, Mike. The Cincinnati Bengals. Are playing the 49ers in what is uh, would uh, a rematch of a rematch in the Super Bowl. This team, these two teams faced each other two times in the Super Bowl. San Francisco wins both of those games. Mike, is there any chance to believe that the Bengals are going are, are to break that up? And um, or is this just going to be another San Francisco win over the Bengals? Um, I, I think the Bengals are going to go out there and win. Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, Brock Purdy's in concussion protocol. Um, I, I just think Cincinnati's starting to round into form. They're not the Cincinnati that we saw the last two years, but I think Joe Burrow's getting better and better each week. And I think, you know, St. Fran's reeling a little, and now would be the time to, uh, to pounce on them. I think that uh, the, the, the Bengals could really prove something by going out to San Francisco and winning this football yeah. game. I think that you could say that they are rounding the corner and getting back to where they need to be if they go out to San Francisco and win this football game. And real quick, like if Sam Darnold goes out there and balls out, oh, my God, the talking points of how – Yeah, I'm I'm already – going to be wild if he balls out. It's already already bouncing around in my head. I just didn't say anything yet. Yeah, Um, it's going to be wild if that happens. Let's travel to the wild, wild west, the AFC West, that is. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. Some people might say, oh, this is easy. I'm taking the Chiefs. But these are the kind of games that end up like last week. The, the, the Chiefs winning 24-17 to 17 because it's a division game. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs aren't as impressive this year as they've yes. been. Um, Denver, they're bad. But you know what? They're, they're, they're the kind of team that finds ways to win ugly games like a lot of teams, other teams in the, in the league this year. My Chiefs at mile high. Um, I'm taking the Chiefs, but like you said, I think it might be a close one. I'm taking the Chiefs easily. How long after a Chiefs loss do you think they're going to start blaming it on Taylor Swift? Oh, first being loss. a distraction, and then if it hits a Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, if he drops a pass, yeah, yeah, because you know, like even though the the stats show that he plays better since those two have been uh, yeah. together, but he's got, he's bound to not have you know something's got to so something's going to go happen. It's going to be her fault and. He's and, doing Taylor Swift. He's like, you know, oh, geez, yeah. oh man. And then it's going to be like Andy Reid has lost control of the team, even yeah. though he's like in, like when that stack came, 
when that stat came up showing Kelsey left to his own devices or when Taylor Swift's there, they're better. He's like, Andy Reid said, Taylor Swift can come to every single game. You know what? This woman, she has so much power and so much attention now. They would be just fine probably giving her the headset and let her be the next coach. I love all the memes that, you know, they're showing John Gruden diagramming plays. It's like Swifties after, you know, 10 weeks of watching NFL football. You're going to see Andy Reid up there belly bumping with uh, Brittany Mahomes. Chest bumping. I would would pay good money to watch that. Next game on the list, Mike. The Baltimore Ravens is traveling to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Who do you like in this game? Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. Uh, I talk about a team rounded into form. I don't see it yet. I, I see they have a really good game against Detroit. I want I have to see more of this Baltimore team if I could talk about them moving rounding into form mm-hmm. just That's yet. Fair. Um I again let's wait more than a week before we make that call. So you've got Baltimore. I got Baltimore. Like three games left. I have a Sunday night, a Monday night, and the Steeler game. Let's hop to it. Uh the Bears at the Chargers, a team that's having a very hard time, two teams that are having a hard time winning football games, but one of those two teams more recently are having a little bit more success than the other, and it's not the one that most people would, would have guessed. The Bears at the Chargers. Mike, who do you think wins this game in Los Angeles? I'm taking upset city. I'm taking okay. the Chicago Bears. Okay. I'm taking Tyson they're the only Bag- they're the team out of these two that's finding ways to win recently. I'm taking Tyson Bagnet. Uh, yeah, I – I have no faith in uh, Brandon Staley out there. In, um, I don't either. He's San really Diego. fucking that, that kid God. up. Like, he is yeah. fucking that kid up, man. I, 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 I yeah, hate seeing of, it. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and we're going to find ways to uh, make him look bad. What did we say the other day? He has more losses than any any active quarterback since he's been drafted. That's and, unbelievable. And, that, that's wild. and he has... And it's not like he's out there making bad decisions. And bad it's, that happens in San Diego. You don't – if you get drafted to San Diego and you're a really good quarterback, get the hell out of there. Go and, play baseball. Eli Manning. Exactly. Pull an Eli. Pull an Eli. He did that exactly. Phillip Rivers, whether you like or you hate this guy, he falls in the same position. That guy was yeah. good enough to win a Super Bowl. He was yeah. better than Eli Manning, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, As far as playing quarterback. Don't ever go to don't go to the Chargers if you if you yeah. are a good quarterback. Don't do it. Drew Brees got out of there and goes on and wins a Super. Damn Bowl. right, that's right. Drew Brees is another one. Got the hell out of there and he went and won a Super. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Pro- point proven. Um, Mike, we got to go to the Monday night game, the last game of the weekend. This game, I, I think, is going to be an easy one. I think that the Detroit Lions at home at Ford Field, coming off that loss, are hosting the Raiders who just lost to somebody ridiculous over the past couple of weeks, I don't recall. Mike, any chance that the Raiders could go to Ford Field and, and pull out a win against this Detroit Lions team? No, no. Detroit is going to lay an ass-whooping on them. To I, I am going to watch from this. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. I think Detroit is now like a good, good enough team to where they can take too. that ass-whooping that they took and turn around and hand it to someone else. So in a few short days after that, Mike, the Titans come to town to play the Steelers on Thursday night of next week. So one week from now, but <laughs> but before that happens, we have a game to talk about uh, with these Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike, they host the Jacksonville Jaguars, 1 o'clock on Sunday, Acroshore Stadium. Get down to the North Shore, guys, to check this out, tail party, have all kind of fun. Mike, who's going to win this football game between Jacksonville and Pittsburgh on Sunday? I, I've been waffling all week on this one. Like before the show started, I'm I'm like Pittsburgh. As the show's going on, no Jacksonville, and I'm back to Pittsburgh. But I think I'm going to take Jacksonville. I think they're just good enough 
to come in here and win. But I think Pittsburgh's good enough to hang with them and to where if we lose this one, we're going to win the next two. The but thing about I, this team, they're a, a good team. Yeah. And when it comes to us playing a good team, it usually it hasn't been working out for us. Yeah. We beat the Raiders. Mm-hmm. We beat a couple division teams. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we beat a good team? Yeah. Last year, the good teams were the Dolphins. We lost. Last yep. year, the good team was the uh, the the Eagles, the Buffalo Bills. Uh-huh. We lost. We lost. The other good team this year that we lost to was the 49ers. When we play a good team, we tend to not win those games. Yeah. This isn't a team to me that I think we're going to be able to drag down to the ground. I think they yeah. are just as tough as we are, mm-hmm. if it, we drag them down to play a dirty game, they're going to find a way to win. Yeah. I just think they're a good team. They're, they're going to w- find a way. Again, my call on this, I, I want to say right off the top, was 31 to 20. That's going to be my prediction in favor of the Jaguars. But, Mike, what do you got to say? Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a close game. Uh, be careful. Look out for Calvin Ridley. Uh, ooh, he, he's a damn good receiver. Uh, it sucks that, you know, he was suspended last year for gambling. But he's coming back. He's looking really good. Trevor Lawrence is good. Defense is good. I I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I'm taking I'm taking Jacksonville. I think it's going to be like a 27-24 type game. Did you say 27-24. All right. As I write this down, you figure out the math on that. Oh, 27-24. I believe it's 51. Yeah. So you got Jacksonville. I almost said 52. Don't ask where I got that extra one from. What's uh oh well, you're good. So all right, so that is your that's your tiebreaker, which there's real no good reason why we're doing it, but we're gonna do it just in case I decide to throw the computer mouse in to run against you in this this week's contest. Um to give you a little competition <laughs> but it is here it is everybody it's etched in stone i've been over here etching away like like uh fred flintstone every time they wrote so there it is it's in stone um mike why don't you go and tell everybody about the website the two dumb ninjas.com head on over there oh you're two dumb ninjas things we got uh, all, all of our merch our merch stores over there the links are over socials is over there uh, blogs over there everything you need two dumb the two dumb ninjas.com go check it out everybody the2dumbunges.com, www.the2dumbunges.com. I do want to send a special um, shout out and put a plug plug for the guys over at the um, Hey Peanut Sports Show. They are on the radio at uh, WBVP, Beaver County Radio 99.3 FM, every Wednesday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, they gave us a pretty nice lengthy plug again so i do want to thank them and put that out for them these guys are also on facebook you could check out the shows that they do um they do them on facebook live so you could go back and watch them or again from four to six on wednesday it's live check them out it's good stuff um mike the question of the day is this trivia of the day it's a jacksonville jaguars question i think this one's this one's fun there's hard ones there's easy ones and then there's fun ones i like this one here we go. Who is Jacksonville's all-time leading scorer, Mike? Who is Jacksonville's all-time leading scorer? You think that over. And if you want some choices, I'll give them to you. Hey, I'm feeling generous today. But we are live, everybody. We're live five days a week from Monday to Friday right here at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. In a show that we do live every day, we go and we upload it over on Spotify at 8 o'clock p.m. in the evening. Um, so if you only get a chance to listen to the show, maybe you're in the gym, maybe you're in the car, you can only listen. This show that we're doing now will be uploaded tonight at eight o'clock on Spotify. Check it out. 
All right, Mike, here's your Jacksonville Jaguars question of the day. Who, who is Jacksonville's all-time leading scorer? Mike, would you like some choices? Why don't you just take the choice? Go be in such a hard head and take the choices for once. Oh, fine. Give me the choices. All right, here we go. The all-time leading scorer for the Jaguars. Is it Fred Taylor? Ooh. Josh Scobie? Um, Josh Lambeau? Ooh. Or Maurice Jones-Drew? Maurice Jones-Drew, Lambeau, Scobie, Taylor. Do you have any ideas? Um, you leaning anyway? Josh Scobie actually popped into my head before the choices came up. So I'm going to go Josh Scobie. Josh Scobie. Interesting. Is that your final answer? Yep. All right. Let me, let me make it official. There you go. Now it's official. All right. We're looking for who was Jacksonville's all-time leading scorer, Fred Taylor, Josh Scobie. Uh, Josh Lambeau or Maurice Jones drew Mike chose Josh Scobie in the player that is the all-time leading scorer for the Jacksonville Jaguars has 1,022 points I'll tell you that and I'll also tell you that he is Josh Scobie Mike he is the all-time leading scorer for the Jacksonville Jaguars with 1,022 points he has 235 field goals made for Jacksonville, 317 extra points, and he does, in fact, lead this uh, franchise all-time in scoring. Good job. That literally the only kicker I knew for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I wouldn't have gotten it. I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten it right. Did he come here to Pittsburgh to kick? I don't, I don't, I don't I, remember I, that. I don't know. I just knew, I just knew Josh Scobie. I would, I would have thought it would have been like Keenan McCardell, um, no, remember though, remember I did that math on Jan Janikowski. He would have counted for like 300 somewhat touchdowns. Yeah. Who was and the other one? They had guys... Keenan McCarty on. They had somebody on the other side. Who was that other receiver they had? They, Jimmy they had two. Yes, Jimmy Smith. Yes, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy that was Smith. a man. They had some Keenan McCardell, Tony Baselli, Robert Frank Taylor, Maurice Jones Drew. Some good players on that team coming through there. So there you go, guys. One more day of Jacksonville questions tomorrow. Then we have the big game this weekend, of course. Uh, we do want to say thank you, everybody, for checking us out. As always, we appreciate each and every one yes, of you. We do. Couldn't do it without you. Mike, any thoughts before we go, man? Um, here we go. This quote from Joey Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. uh, so I know I mentioned Calvin Ridley was suspended last year for gambling. Yeah. Uh, Joey Porter, when asked about his matchup against him this week, he's about to have the same stats as when he was suspended <laughs> for gambling. <laughs> nice. Oh, PZ does not fall far from the PZ tree. I love it. Uh, who said that? Dude, that was Joey Porter Jr. He was like Calvin Ridley is about to have the same stats this week as he had all of last year. Zero, like zero, zero, zero. Zero point zero. I'm lo I'm loving PZ Jr. Now he just needs to go back it up like his dad did. Yeah, that's the thing. Papa backed it up every time he opened his mouth. Uh, Mike, what I have for today is this. I just wanted to follow up with something that I said yesterday. <laughs> I, I got the story now, so I could I could I could talk about it in its entirety. A man is accused of filming Penn State University students in a dorm shower. That that is more detailed Ugh. than I, yeah. So there you go. That go is... to Penn State at your own at your own. Uh... Yeah, go at your own risk. Go at your own risk. But if you're a good football player, please come. We need help. 
it would happen there <laughs> it would create you know, a valley out out of the gazillion universities this would be this would be where this this incident would we, happen we have that we we got the disgusting jerry sandusky and then we got now, that's the, what i'm the, saying you know the and connection the professor I, you know, and the professor out in the woods with wild and the animals. professor in the woods <laughs> i love this is getting better um but, but hey, hey you know what we beat pit the last time we played y'all that's, that's true <laughs> but the fact that they won't play us speaks volumes you know what i mean like come hey on. you need to get up on our level okay once you get some of these weird hey, news stories hey, nobody you ain't on no level you don't beat none of them teams on that level you're more on our level damn it so but hey See, that's that's our problem we were ranked that high to where pit would actually win God, that's know. the problem I, I think they should let these two teams play every year. I think they, only, I, yeah. I think it's good for football. It is, it is. You know, and Pitt I think it would be a very, know, Pitt, I think it would be a very healthy, yeah, Pitt Penn very State, healthy backyard brawl. What's the so, word I'm looking for? A rivalry. I think it'll be a yeah, healthy rivalry yeah. for, for football you know, Pitt, in general. Yeah, and it would be good for, uh, yeah. What, what, what? But it was, I was to say, like, it's up there with some of the great rivalries in college football. So let yeah. them play. I, I agree. I, I think that this could get, it could get big. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's already big. But it could be a big thing. Um, but hey, it's it is time for us to check out for today. Hope everyone has a safe uh Thursday, Mike. We will talk more college tomorrow. We do got to talk about yes. the games this weekend, amongst other things. We have the Penguins tonight, they do play at seven o'clock. World Series starts tomorrow. Um, again, tomorrow more Steeler news, Steeler conversation, and um, and that be that. So That's anything it. else? I got nothing, man. All right. For the two dumb yens, there's Mike, myself. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>